I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Reading Aloud, a podcast where Adam and I get curious about meaningful and not so meaningful topics. Meanwhile, giving you insight into what we talk about, why we talk about it, and how we talk about it. Be on the lookout for a new release of this podcast every other Thursday. All right. So this podcast is coming out on New Year's Day, which is... 2020, January 1st. <laughs> no, it's your favorite. Oh, my favorite holiday, right, which is why I'm wearing a colorful cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. And why we have Bear sitting with yeah, us. Yeah, Bear. Hi, Bear. Bear has bear a... Bear is an inanimate object, so... Bear, bear has a hole up? It's... Yeah, Bear has a hole in his back. Ah, uh, Bear has a hole in his back, so, so that, that you can... Oh, Bear. Okay, so um, to paint the situation here, <laughs> Mighty Soul has a... Um, what do you call that? A, a ven- ventriloquist. She's a ventriloquist right. bear. So this is a podcast between Adam and Marisol and Bear. Marisol, Marisol. No, 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 bear. just Bear. Just Bear. Bear is going to do all the talking. <laughs> Marisol is uh, still. She was left in the last decade, and Bear only made it through. I mean, raise your hand if you are lost. Yeah, definitely. Great. So, um, right, so we are going to talk about a couple things today. I want to know, what is your favorite New Year's memory? My favorite New Year's memory? Give us a New Year's memory that you love. Oh, man, okay. The one that jumps out to me, there are two that jump out to me. Oh, okay. Yep. One that jumps out to me is when I was in uh, college, and we used to always go to Sound Tribe shows uh-huh. on New Year's um, in Atlanta, and we snuck our friend in, and it was this whole elaborate plan with like six different people who had different jobs to get him over the fence, up the thing, through a side door, like into the venue, and we did it, and just had this, like that, that I is, love that six of you had tickets, and one of you just didn't. You know, that's just how we rolled back in those days, so... <laughs> Um, but that was, it was just like this amazing thing. So that always jumps out as like one of my highlighted New Year's memories. The other one was the first New Year's that we spent together. And I we, want the, we our listeners to know I have no recollection of this. Well, the the funny thing was, so we spent this New Year's together and we, we oh, ended yeah. up, we ended up in a bar, which is not really our style. Um, but we were just kind of out on the town and we ended up in a bar and we just like kind of. Uh, our our kiss, you know, that you kiss somebody right when it rings, or our kiss ended, and it wasn't like we were making out. We were just, like, holding each other and kissing for a long time, and people were, like, done and celebrating and, like, you know, on January 2nd, we were, like, <laughs> still holding each other and kissing. It was just a really sweet, powerful moment, and then, you know, we walked home, and then the next day drove up to Wisconsin. So that was like, those two memories really jump out to The me. next day we drove up to Wisconsin and it was the birth of the podcast. We it didn't was know the, it, yeah. but it was the birth of the podcast. Exactly. That was our very first road trip together. And road trips are where the concept of recording our conversation started. So exactly. That's, I mean, that, I, that's how I think We recorded of, some of our first conversations uh, <clears throat> on that road trip. 
Yep. I think my New Year's have exponentially improved because of you. And it is not because of the parties that we go to, because I think I've been to fewer parties with you than on New Year's than in any other time in my adult life. It's the intention setting. So we are a couple who sets intentions often, and we have done them in various ways. And we've talked about that. If you haven't already listened to our intentions podcast, you can hear about the ways in which we set intentions as a couple. It seems to be a fairly popular podcast. My sense is that people are becoming more mindful about the importance of being intentional, but also setting intentions as a part of manifesting their goals and dreams. So there's no better time to do that than at the change of the year. Or in my opinion, there's no better time. It's just, it's such a contemplative time in which you, you kind of turn the page and you're able to reset and you're able to kind of just let go of those, um, let go of expectations and really just, you know, channel that like where, where you're going. And it's, it's that time to get off the racetrack. What? Get off the racetrack and just take a stop and to, to look at a bigger picture, which personally for me, I find very powerful. What I want to say about you in particular is that I believe that it is truly a feeling for you that you get a sense at the turn of the new year because I've never felt that attached to this time mm, of year mm. and have somewhat bucked against a notion that another day is actually any more or less important than uh, the day before, right? But there's something that you've really cultivated in me around the timing and honoring the timing. And if you really look back and want to get kind of nerdy and deep about it is that it actually aligns in a lot of ways with what's happening in nature. And of course, this is a time of year where people are a little bit more slowed down, whether it's because people are working less or what. Um, it's also super dark outside. And yeah. so there's just a lot of reasons why it makes sense to use this as a time of contemplation. I think before Hibernation I... with Bear just brought up the term hibernation. <laughs> My hand is still inside of Bear's yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Keep going, though, yeah. That, you know, you think about this time of year being contemplative because there's just less light and there's less to do, especially post-holiday. So, yeah, whether you take it serious or not, something is happening to you this time of year and, you know, do what you want with it. So we're going to talk about, we wrote about five things that we're each going to compost and five things that we plan to grow in the coming year. And we're going to share those with you and maybe have a little chat about them. So would you like to go first with the things that you're planning on composting? Mm, I was hoping that you would want to go first, but I will go first. Um, because yes, yes, I will compost. Um, is there a reason why you picked compost? I mean, I as love it. As opposed to what? As opposed to like get rid of or shed or like did you use the term yeah yeah because i believe that composting is an opportunity to transmute something versus trash it there's something about like getting rid of that i prefer less to um transmutation so taking something and composting it means it turns it into something else Mm, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like you know and over a period of time well but i think our our parts of ourself are not to be gotten rid of they're just to be transformed yeah 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 i like that because i like that there is an action part of composting in which you do throw it into a pile but it is not it is different than throwing something in the trash because when you throw it in a trash you are kind of trashing it you are putting it out of sight out of mind it is going away but yet it is kind of still there it is existing somewhere whereas a compost you still have the action but that's very important the action of throwing it into a different place but when you return to the compost the next day the banana peel is still there as a banana peel 
but it begins to you know, you, you have the action, but then it begins to, you know, as you say, transmute or morph into something else. And that's it, useful. And, and it grows, so that's useful. I love that image. So my five things are, I want to compost fear of impact. Um, I want to compost fear of impact. I'm just going to say them and we can dive into them. So fear of impact. I want to compost limiting thoughts. I want to compost not taking care of my things, implementing a touch-it-once policy. I want to shift, this is a harder one to describe, but shift my perspective of productivity. Um, I would say said it wasting time, but it was really like, I, I wrote, how do I turn my brain on and off? Um, so shifting my perspective of productivity. And then the fifth and final one is I want to compost tendency that I get sometimes in terms of being in retrospective, like living in the past. I want, I want to just embrace what has happened and be more in the present. So I think we should pick our favorite one and talk about it. Great. So my, okay. fav uh, my favorite yeah. one, uh, fear of impact. Yeah. I want you to elaborate on that. Great, 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 great. Okay, so fear of impact. What that really means for me is I want to begin to shed. I want to take that action and throw it away. My fear of vocalizing my truth or my emotion or my um, action in a certain scenario and it being like I'm worried how you might or anybody but I'll use you as an example how you might perceive this how it might impact you because what what I mean by that and I'm not saying that oh I'm allowing myself to be mean and I don't think people would take it like that but just to be clear what I mean is that I need to trust and trust you and trust all my community and whatnot that my truth will be received as my truth and I need to trust you that you will not you will just receive it like that and and what it does when I have when I do have fear of impact that fear limits my participation in growth. It limits my ability to communicate my emotions and myself. And it limits our ability as a couple or my ability with my community to actually engage and show up as my true self. Because I am worried, I am fearful of how my true self might impact other people. And so I need to begin to let go of that fear of impact in turn, I believe that that will make me a better communicator and a better person. So what are you going to do to compost this? Mm -hmm. Like, how's that going to look? I hadn't gotten that far yet. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean... Well, I think uh, that this is an important next step of intention setting. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, one of it is that you, when you say it, when you lay claim to it, it then has, uh, it starts the action process. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, a lot of a lot of this, and we've had this conversation uh, amongst ourselves, not necessarily on the podcast, but a lot of it is around, it's a form of truth and honesty, right? So it's not, um, it's not an overt lie, you know, like saying that is a different color than it is, right? To just like a blatant lie. But it is a form of being truthful with yourself and truthful with the other person as to where you are truly at. And I find often in myself that I will not communicate to you 
exactly how I'm feeling because I have a fear of impact, how it will impact you. And pause. If everybody listened to the last episode on called Merry Christmas on anger, then you will understand why Adam has a fear of impact. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting balance, right? So, but you asked me, you asked me what, what I'm going to do. I think for myself, I need to... You know, I can't, I'm not, if you have suggestions, I'm open to them right now because, because I'm not, I can't see past at the moment other than, well, don't be fearful, like voice your thing, the kind of immediate, like jump to, jump to a I think the thing answer. that comes but, to so my mind, to yeah, it. the thing that comes to my mind is, ta- is taking baby steps of courage. Yeah. I mean, you just have to What do, do those it. look like though? Like for in this, in, in this specific kind of journey? that you would have to start small. Like, I I don't know what things that you choose not to share, but really starting small. So whatever is least fearful that you just sort of decide to omit or keep to yourself. I think you have a habit of keeping to yourself and calling it like flexible. I'm flexible. I'm going with the flow. But like, really you're not honoring your true need or feeling. So I think that it would be in those little moments, essentially inconsequential moments that you would instead choose to share. Right. And right. get the practice. Right. On things that where the impact is the consequence or impact is low. Yeah, building up that foundation and resiliency. Okay. So my five. Yeah. We moving on? Yeah, let's 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 hear yours. Are you ready to move on? Honestly? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So my five are Wow, I can't read my writing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One is my turnaround time for my feelings. Mm-hmm. So I want to give I want to give space for my feelings, but also move through them. I find that I get stuck periodically in my feelings, and I know that it's different than being one with my feelings. It is literally like a stuck place. So I want to um, improve my turnaround time, uh, my relationship to time. So really taking, hearkening your wisdom of time is a hoax. So believing that my, like my personal experience or my feelings is based in what's happening with time. So am I stressed? Am I comfortable? Am I uncomfortable based on time related things? The third, um, I realized that I did not go back and edit these because <laughs> I'm, this is hysterical. The third just says wind. Wind. Ooh. Ooh. So wind is a catalyst versus feeling like it gets in the way, which then led me to talk about, um, like, I don't want so much to get in the way. So one thing that I experienced is that when wind comes, it kind of closes me down because I don't enjoy the feeling of like big gusts of wind. Um, And so I don't want to have so much impact by things. So I don't want to be so affected by things. Fourth is resistance to a routine. And I truly do love a good routine, but I I feel like I always have something else that I need before I can do the thing. So I'm imagining our morning routine involving a lot less uh, needing to get comfortable and accommodating myself and turn the air down one degree and those kinds of things. I just want to be able to sit down and get to something. So that's what I was thinking. I feel sometimes like a dog that's trying to circle and make its bed over and mm, over, but mm, never mm-hmm. finding a capacity to sit. And the last one is censorship. And I don't want to censor myself in any way. I don't want to take so much time to think through what I'm doing. I like the fact that I'm strategic and I feel like I just need to kind of be out there saying what I feel like saying without worrying about my impact, which is what I thought you were going to say before, but mm-hmm. different impact. 
Fear of impact for me. Fear of impact for Censorship, you. Censorship, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so I'm going to pick my favorite. And uh, I think those are all really powerful. And thank you for sharing those, first and foremost. Those are, uh, are we going to have a full compost, lots of great soil in there at the end of the year. Um, <coughs> wind. I want to hear. I knew you were going to say that. Of course, because it's the most intriguing to me in the sense that. And and for for those listening, you know, I might still explained it, but like the way I interpret this, and then maybe you can clarify the way I interpret this is your desire to um, not be essentially thrown off your game uh, by such a variety of things or by little things to allow to kind of I don't really like the imagery of charge through, but like. But but be able to persevere, keep, core. keep your core, stay centered, charge through like adversity, but the adversity that isn't um, like somebody directly standing in your way, but just kind of like the natural flow of like things are ever shifting and changing in our world and you're being able to just navigate that with keeping your core. And I think that's a fascinating thing. It, it, so I think that this kind of idea about wind as the example is a great example. What would it look like if the wind comes and blows me and kind of it gets in my ears and in my eyes and these are things I don't like and uh, and and what would happen if it did that? What do I do? Because right. I think if I can figure out what to do in that situation, I can figure out how to withstand other blocks, barriers, and challenges. Yeah, and so the first thing that jumps into my mind is, what does it look like to embrace it? What does it look like to give that wind a hug and to say, you know, to breathe it in and to, like, listen to what it's singing in your ears and to breathe in what it's... What it's knives. 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 So, so you don't... So, so it doesn't feel good to embrace it. No, I'm. That's what it's singing in my ears. Got it, got it. Okay. Um, but I. But I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I. I feel so much resistance because, like, I think. I think in theory, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna have less things bother me, right? Like, ooh, that sounds like a great thing to compost. Um, and I think thrown off your game is great. Like if we are driving somewhere and we, I, I don't get that kerfuffled about things like that. Like we hit a bunch of traffic or something, but I, I think with time oriented things, sometimes I do. But if we get off track that I can't like get back on track very easily, but it's so funny how when it comes specifically to wind as an example, mm -hmm. it's much harder for me to imagine how to do it. It's always easier in theory. Mm -hmm. So I would think uh, think about the same as advice that you gave me here, which is which is baby steps towards this. And what what are the small things that you can take? So like, you know, letting maybe there's a trust issue here. You know, in terms of when that wind blows, where is it? What it you know? What is it? Where is it wanting to take you? Like, what new things is it wanting to teach? Right. You? Like, I want to stay on my course, and I'm upset that this is taking me to a different course. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. And so, you know, maybe the baby step in that is if when the wind blows and comes in your ear, just like, just like taking one breath in and thinking a happy thought. Right. You know, taking one breath in and imagining yourself like just doing some imagery about like taking yourself to this beautiful place. All right, so tell us your three things that you're going to grow next All right. year. All right, I'm excited about these. So my five things, and I, I wrote, 
I wrote more than, I think I wrote more than, I think I wrote, let's see, what is this, six here. So I have had, um, let me just read them. So one of that is, one thing that I want to seed this year is more creative time for myself. Great. Another one is, I, and I really am have felt this, I got this hit the other day, and which is really exciting. Typically at the new year, I'll pick one word that I really want to tap into. And this year, it, it just occurred to me, was openness. And so my openness, this is a big one for me. So I related it in this seat. I want to be open to possibilities. And that is a bigger mind shift for me, is that I, uh, just to dive into this one really quickly. Well, this is already going to be my favorite, so go for Okay, it. okay. Well, openness to possibilities. I'll leave it at there then. Um, the other one is an eagerness for growth. Um, Great. Uh, you know, there's just eager about it, like ready, uh, not overthinking it ready and eagerness for growth the fourth i don't even know what number i'm on but um building my community i really want to this they're all essentially interlinked but building my community is something that i really want to seed uh, i find this one goes really with the wasting time and sh shifting my perspective of productivity the one from before in terms of how i'm spending my time how i'm resting within that and the last one is continue to see a greater depth of breath for me. It's something that I love to tune into and I always want a reminder of my mindful breathing and how breath is having an impact on my life. I think the thing that I'm feeling when like uh, when I'm listening to you is what an impact your life has on me because as soon as you said deeper breath or more I mean you, I took a huge breath and so it's one of the beautiful things about relationship is the the impact that when we when we take care of ourselves everybody wins. Yeah, it's amazing too like how these, especially in being in relationship, how these individual composts and seeds, they interact and we almost, we almost like, we create our, what am I trying to say? We create our individual ones and then those actually meld and blend to create collective ones that become the composts and seeds of a relationship, right? There's like this uh, Venn diagram of how they interact and draw together. Everybody knows my favorite Venn diagram. Right. Times you wear pants and times you, you know. You're unhappy. Oh, times you're happy and they don't touch in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> times I'm wearing pants, <laughs> at times when I'm happy, and they never overlap. <laughs> but I think that that's, you know, and that is the, a little bit of a tangent here, but that is, I think, the life cycle of these intentions and these uh, things that we do at the new year. Because will all of these manifest in the way, like, do we need to have expectations about this? No. But understanding the way and the life cycle of these intentions of these composts and of these seeds that we're working to grow having a perspective on that i think is so critical for finding success within them so anyway so i want to yeah. i want to quick deep dive into openness yeah uh, i also want to say that trouser is snoring and one of my favorite uh, christmas card messages came from one of your colleagues and they gave a blessing to me a blessing to you and then a blessing that we would have many more snoring trouser podcast yeah <laughs> and she yeah so uh, my my question to you about openness or my interest about that is what do you 
think when you say open to possibilities, what we are so like, take the bull by the horns. Let's do this thing. Let's do that thing. Let's go here. Let's go there. I mean, we do a lot of cool things. So what do you think will be different when you say open to possibilities? Yeah, I think what I mean is an ability to move away, move out of my, you know, one of my compost was limiting thoughts. And I I think that I need to seize opportunities that are presented and not only the ones that are presented but to create and openness Got it. is the No, that's the difference. It's not what's presented to you, it's the ones that you want to create. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cuz you are very much like, "Oh, there's an opportunity. I take it." Yes. Right. But to create, I love it. But to create. And th- and that's that's my like and and there is a mindset shift for me in terms of creating because I have always I am good at putting my self in positions where I set myself up for success where the possibilities that are presented are pretty awesome and you know I can surround myself with great people and um, I you know have a knack and some of that's my privilege admittedly just to call that out very much um, is my privilege and ability to do that and ability to have that privilege but nonetheless I still am confident in the good human that I am and my ability to put myself in that where I'm lacking and where I want to be open to is you just said it and I'm repeating, but is this ability to create and push myself to create new possibilities that I could daydream about but never realized. And now I want to realize these things and push myself to a level that is just, I'm just so ready for. And I think that this in taking time to be creative, but also this piece about not being afraid of your impact is in taking time to be creative, these ideas will bloom within you. And and that taking time to be creative is such a space of self-care. It's that solitude, this space with just yourself yeah. where you're not actually worried or thinking about another person. And so I think that it, it, it all comes down to the ways in which you think about yourself first. And through that, you will know what it is that you want to birth because, yeah. Yeah, and really quick before we get to yours, I just want to offer a reflection is that as we have talked about these, I find myself seeing the blending of all of my composts and seeds. And so it's not actually for me about each of these individually, like checking a box. This is a reflective of an, a complete mind shift that, um, that and a growth curve that I want to, you know, embark on in 2020. So I appreciate us having this conversation and help it helping opening up for me. That's so, cool. so what are, what are your seeds? Um, I'm going to grow my capacity for love. And I, I wrote that one as I was looking at trouser and I think for me, and this one's kind of vulnerable for me, but I think that when I love, I do this thing, which I, I know a lot of people do where I love and think of loss at the same time. My love always comes with kind of like a, 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 a somewhat of a grief. Like I love so much that I couldn't lose this or don't want to lose this or, that I, it's love from a place of fear sometimes. Mm. And not that, yeah, yeah. I think that that's really important for me to admit is that my love um, has this sort of like, it's like the love itself is so powerful and I love so great. And there's this outside sphere of fear of loss and 
and a, somewhat of a conditionality because I feel so deeply all the time that the idea of loving unconditionally, and part of that is just my experience in life is, you know, it shapes us, but I, 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 and we talked about that in the, if you haven't already listened to the love podcast, our very first podcast ever, we talk about all of the ways in which we love or struggle to love. And um, yeah, so I hearken back on that. So I want to grow my capacity for love. My second, I'm going to skip, I'll go to my third, I'll come back. My fluidity with transitions, especially the transitions of the season. I have appreciated this year transitioning with the season, and it has made my life easier. Awesome. Um, I'm going to skip the fourth and go to the fifth. The fifth (laughs) is prayer. Continue to grow uh, in my faith and just belief belief that all is well always. And I, I don't struggle with that too much. And I just love the idea of continuing to grow that. It feels like an endless possibility of growth. Going back to my second is my birthright as a Puerto Rican princess Mm. to to really cultivate and own and live within my queendom. And I appreciate your support around that. You always give me support. I want to live there without judgment Mm. Mm. of myself. Mm. It's powerful you just voicing that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And my fourth is courage. Courage to do all the things that I fear doing. Um, This is my word for the year. So yours was openness and mine is courage. And it came to me over and over when we were thinking about our intentions and words for the years. And I can't really, um, I didn't like it at first because I'm, I am fiercely courageous and there's just all these places in my life where I'm excited to grow. And I think, what is it that stops me? And it's fear. So courage is the antidote. Courage is the medicine for that. No matter how much I want to believe I'm courageous or think that that word is so 2010, um, it is my word for the year. And it has already facilitated so much more um, risk-taking just in the few days that we've been thinking about it. Yeah. One, One thing that's interesting to me that jumped out when you were sharing those five was the presence of fear and the shedding of fear throughout a lot of them in terms of, you know, you well, you mentioned courage. Even with the prayer and faith one, you, you mentioned that, you know, that all is well. Um, and with your love and the love based in fear, just it just really kind of came out to me that, you know, this, this letting go of fearfulness um, seem to seem to strike. Does that ring true with you? Yes. And everybody has fear. And I think that there's different levels of this. So one thing I want to just honor is that I have taken, I have had a lot of courage in my life and have taken a lot of risks and it's just another level. Like I'm hitting this other level and you had talked about it the other day to me. You said, you know, you're expressing yourself to a level five, but you need to be at a level. I don't know why you picked 14, but you picked 14. And, and that is the truth is I'm ready to take this to the next level. And this is a level that will ultimately catalyze my life and your life and our life into a, another stratosphere. And I feel that very much at this time. Yeah. Yeah. And I have no illusion that our lives will look very much the same this time next year as they do now. You know, Mm -hmm. we'll be sitting, you know, with each other doing this in a very easy, intimate, comfortable, one-on-one kind of way. This isn't about uh, losing ourselves or disappearing into someone else. This isn't about an illusion that we're just going to transform ourselves overnight or even 
um, stop having these intimate one-on-one kind of simple moments of, you know, I thought about when we were going to sleep last night, my nose touching your cheek. And it's just such a simple, sweet place. And I don't ever want to get rid of that moment. Um, but something is shifting and we are leaning into that. Yeah. I I have a reflection. It's just like one of, as, as, you're talking about that and kind of how all of this manifests and how these things manifest as we begin to kind of wrap up here. One of the things that I think about is just, it is this, it is this quest for growth and it is a understanding that we are continually, we have a desire to continually grow and learn. It's not necessarily that we know I want to be this and this defines my greatness or this defines my growth. And it's these things are, as you say, we'll be in the same place next year. But at the same time, we know that there is, there are things that we want to grow and work at and shed and take us from level five to level 14. And, (laughs) you know, there, it's a really powerful mindset to say, I can continually be learning. I can continually be growing and improving. And I think one of the things that I value so much about conversation, and particularly conversation with a partner and in a relationship, is that it opens up so many new possibilities for growth. Because when you're having deep, spiritual, growth-oriented conversations with your partner, you are you are moving outside. You are actually expanding your possibility. You're growing outside of yourself rather than being so insular or reaching out onto things that you actually don't have a personal connection with. And I just find you as my best tool for growth. We talked about baby steps earlier. The one baby step that I can always be taking is talking to you. Mm-hmm. Is just talking to you about mm-hmm. these things. And sharing that with you. One of my seeds was building a community. And I'm at a point now too where like I can want to be talking to other people mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. And that is a that is a powerful tool. I just wanted to thank you so much for this amazing year of podcasts. And I know we haven't hit our year mark until the beginning of February. But I just am so grateful to you and um, I'm so so grateful for our listeners and all the ways that they've showed up and listened and given us feedback and just participated from near and afar yeah yeah well I thank you and and um, it has been just such a such an amazing year of podcasting and uh, we're I'm looking forward to the next decade of the reading aloud podcast and the next year of the reading aloud podcast and and what we seed with this and um, what this community of listeners and conversationalists bring can I give you a kiss you can love you love you Thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us. And don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.